To successfully lead others, you must first win within yourself. And that's understanding who you are, igniting your superpowers, and nurturing your skills. When you can do that for yourself, you can do that for your team. Successful leadership starts from the inside, or shall we say, the win side. I'm your host, Terry Lee. Let's get it. Let's go. Hello, and welcome to episode two of Lead from the Win Side. Uh, I I really I want to say big thanks for joining me. Hope you got a chance to listen to episode one. Uh, episode two, we're going to get into values. And values are, uh, core values, I really want to say. Uh, core values are very important to self-awareness and our self-awareness journey and identifying who you are as a person and as a leader. Um, so we're going to look at how do you identify your core values? We want to look at your current state, maybe realign those core values and then get you back on track to get the results that you want. So this is going to be a kind of a media assignment in terms of um, I'm going to ask you some questions and, and maybe write some things down. So if you have an, if you have access to pen and paper right now, it might be a good idea to have that ready. You know, if you're in the car and listening, I encourage you to listen all the way through and then come back and listen again and, and take some notes uh, of um, and pick up some information that might be valuable to you. So I want to start today's podcast with a quote that I, I thought was very interesting. And it's, it's from the Oracle. If you know who the Oracle is, it's Warren Buffett. He's the Oracle of Investments. And he says, price is what you pay. Value is what you get. Let me repeat that one more time. Price is what you pay. Value is what you get. Now, as I mentioned, you know, Warren Buffett is talking about this in the context of investments. But I, I thought this was very valuable in the context of life and valuables and, and life and values, I should say. So if you think about something simple as if you buy a house, you can pay a lot of money for the house. But did you buy a home? So that the price is going to vary, but value is what you get. You buy a home, but you buy a house. But is that home safe? You know, is is do you have family in there? Is there love inside the home? So you can you can spend a ton of money on a house. But what you're looking for is a home. So going back to the quote, price is what you pay, which is variable. Value is what you get. That's what matters. Think about a coat. You can buy an expensive coat, try to look really good, really nice. But does it keep you warm? You know, you can it can be fluffy, but does it keep you warm? And that's what really matters. So when it, in, in terms of life, you can pay the price of not living your values and get an unfulfilled life. So when you don't live your values, that means you are living someone else's values or you're just kind of walking around here willy nilly, not thinking about the decisions that you're making. And then one day you wake up and say, I'm not fulfilled. I'm not happy. A lot of that ha has to do with not living a valued life. Or you can pay the price of living by your values and get a more fulfilled life. So you've made good decisions. You, 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 there's lines that you said, I'm not going to cross. There, there's areas uh, that you've directed your life that are going to take you to certain areas where you want the results that you get. So just to say that quote one more time, price is what you pay. Value is what you get. 
So think about that every time you make a decision. What's the price I'm going to pay and what am I going to get? And is what I'm going to get, does that matter in the, in the scheme of things of how I want to run my life? So when you, when you think about your core values or, or if you've never thought about your core values or if you want to realign your core values, I want to uh, talk about a few things that will help you identify that. And the first thing you want to do is you want to set a baseline. You want to best set a baseline to identify your core values. And that starts with a question you need to ask yourself. And again, if you have a pen and paper, write this down. What is the current state of my life right now? That's the question you want to ask yourself. What is the current state of my life right now? And I want you to go as deep as you can. Go, you know, think about your job. Think about your emotions. Think about your relationships. Think about your bank account. Think about the thoughts you have. Think about the, the media and the movies and the television shows and the books that you read. The, the, your current state right now and the things that you do are all affected by the decisions that you make up to this point. And the decisions that you make were all affected by the core values that you have. Now, as you, as you do this exercise, you know, there's, there's no right or wrong answer. It's just to give you kind of a baseline of where you're at right now and to give you some, a peek at, you know, where your values are. So as you think about your current state and, and the results that you have right now, it, it starts to, to uh, seep in, you know, what values, you know, what decisions have I made? And as you think about your current state, if you're satisfied, fine. If, if you're not, we go a little bit deeper in identifying those core values again on that journey to help you get to the person that you want to be. So now that you have a baseline, the next thing you want to do is make a list. Make a list of the actions and thoughts that you have first thing in the morning or and and or the actions and thoughts that you have before you go to bed. So these actions uh, are kind of like bookends. You know, they, they book in the activities of your day, the goals of your day, um, uh, the results that you're looking for for the day. Uh, so when you when you think about those thoughts and actions, you know, do you have a good booking in the front and a good booking in the back that support the things that you do uh, throughout the rest of the day? So here's here's what I do. I want to share what, what I do in the morning. Um and I, I need to get better at doing some things at night. But what I do in the morning, the first thing I do when I wake up, before I even get out of bed, I wake up and then I check in with my body. How am I feeling? How are, you know, physically, mentally, and emotionally? I check in and, if you know, if I'm feeling good, great. If I'm not feeling so good, I kind of tune in to see why is that there. Um, and this is all before I get out of bed. And then the next thing I do is I, I say a prayer. You know, I, I thank God for his grace and mercy. Uh, I pray for my family, my friends, my community, my my co-workers and uh, you know, really the United States right now in the world, because there's there's a lot to pray for right now. Then I get up. I, you know, I do all my hygiene, brush my teeth, wash my face. Uh, sometimes I take a shower if not if I'm not going to work out in that in that day. And then I read, you know, I read for personal or professional development, or work on a podcast, just like I'm talking to you right now. And then after that, 
I'll exercise for about 30 minutes to about an hour. And then after that, my wife is awake. And then we will generally have coffee and conversation and just kind of talk about things that, that set the day uh, for each other and, and kind of uh, level off our, our schedule. So we know when we're going to maybe meet up or if there's any conflicts and we need to make any changes. So what that does is it kind of gives you a peek into my values around God, around my values of having good mental and physical health, my values around my relationship with my wife. And it, it sets a compass for the rest of the day. Now, does it happen in that order or, uh, or in that way every day? No. But they, those are consistent actions that I take on a regular basis, again, to set that compass to, to help me have a level day. And I do notice days when those things don't happen. My day is off a little bit. So, again, think about your actions and your thoughts in the morning and in the night. Um, so what does your list look like as, as you've written that down? you know, physically or, or mentally in your mind, what does your what does your list look like? Can you begin to see your values in your thoughts and actions? Do they align with and support the important areas of your life? If you if you use the metaphor that I used earlier of strong bookends, are they strong bookends that support again your maybe your finances, your career, your relationship? Do they support those things? Uh, the things that you're working towards uh, in your life. Uh, and that I think that's the, really the goals, what you're looking for. You're looking for strong bookends that support that, uh, that, that action that you're, you're, you're taking in your life. The next thing you want to do is research a list of values on the Internet. Or, you know, there's several books about values because you want to be able to. So you have your thoughts and actions. Research a list you know, of what values look like, you know, is it, is it ambition? Is it, is it relationship? Is it financial security? Is it hard work? You want to be able to frame those things up and make some connections to your thoughts and that thoughts and actions to, to your values. So I, I encourage you, there's several lists of values that are, that are on the internet, or like I said, several books, look a list up and see if you can align the actual word of the, the word of the values to the thoughts and actions, uh, and then you'll be able to get be able to see uh, some themes that are happening there. Uh, the third thing you want to do after you have your list, your thoughts and actions list, you've got your research list. The third thing you want to do is consider people that you admire. Uh, renowned psychologist Dr. Stephen Hayes and his research shows that we admire people because of their values. Their values are similar to values we have or their values are values that we want to work towards. So when you think about people you admire, you're actually it, it's actually kind of a mirror uh, because you admire them because they exhibit you know some values that you like uh, and you, you're kind of similar or you want to be like that person. I want to tell you a quick story about, about the person who actually got me into uh, training and development. And it, his name is Doug Irwin. And way back in the day, I used to be a business analyst. And uh, as a business analyst, you know, I, I was I was a decent business analyst. And, you know, it was it was a job. It was, you know, it was good work, but I was average. 
And, and Doug had an uncanny way of identifying strengths and abilities in people and, and helping them leverage their strength. So as a business analyst, Doug saw that I had a, a good ability to relate to people and uh, present new information. So whenever we had a new project rollout, I had the opportunity to train on the project rollout. And I, I credit Doug for, you know, giving me that opportunity and, and showing me a path of where I could use my strength. And Doug's values were a relationship, growing people and diversity. And, uh, you know, I, I admired Doug before we even before he even put me in a, in a training opportunity. But see, you see, his his value is what helped me. His value, his values are what made him a great leader. And, you know, Doug didn't just do this for me. He, he did that for most of the people that worked for him. He did that for people that didn't work for him. So he was kind of a talent magnet. And as I, as I think about Doug's values, they are similar to mine. I, I really, truly believe in growth in people. You know, my motto is helping facilitate people to identify their potential possibilities and progress. And that's really a growth mindset. Uh, for helping other people. Uh, I also believe in diversity. So as, as I talk about Doug and, and give you that story, think about people that you admire. Um, you know, what values do they have that, that align with you? Yes, we're good. Pause just for a minute. If the answer is no to that question, is this consistent with the person I want to be? I want you to go back to the list, see what's missing, or see what's distracting you. Because there, there's so many things that be, can be distracting to our values and to living a, fu a fulfilled life and a, and a life of getting the results that you want. See what's distracting you. So if you go back to the list and you, you think about what you do first thing in the morning and the first thing you do in the morning is roll over and look at your, your iPhone and scroll through social media and just kind of look to see what everybody else is doing. That's taking up time from things that you really want to be doing. If you spend your evening watching four hours of television, and but you could be using that four hours for better use of your time and driving towards results that you want, you know, taper that TV watching back and, you know, again, read some books, listen to a podcast, you know, watch some TV shows that are educational and can give you some information that maybe you can monetize or that maybe uh, makes you a little bit happy that uh, you can learn uh, some some uh, new information. So if it's no, go back, look at the list and uh, adjust it so you can get to that yes. So you can work towards that person you you want to be. So now after you have that list and you've got that yes, look at the list and kind of theme up things that you see and group them together. So if you see, for instance, if you see um, security and security could be, you know, security for your family, could be financial security, uh, could, could be job security. So one of the values you have is is having a secure life. Those things will will run together. If you if you see something like um, a healthy lifestyle and you, you know, you you're physically active, you um, you eat well. Uh, so those things will, will group together those things together uh, and those will be kind of one category and then you want to rank it uh, hopefully you have a list of about 10 things 
and you want to rank from one to five. Uh, and one to five is really going to be where your core values sit. Um, so as you have that list, leave it, uh, consider it. And when you consider it, you walk away from it, leave it for a day, sleep on it, you know, come back after a day or two and then look at the list again, you know, reconsider and tweak if necessary. And then once you've satisfied yourself with the list, this is going to be your core values. This will be your core values at the moment to lead you to the person you want to be. So you've got the list, you've got the core values. That is the minimal viable product that you have right now. You just have a list and the list is just on paper. How do you make it come to life? Well, there's, there's three things that you can do to make it come to life. The first thing you want to do is raise your consciousness. And what I mean about raising your consciousness is think about what you think about. It's called metathinking, metacognition. So on a, on a regular basis, are your thoughts and actions in alignment with your values? So when you raise your consciousness, you know what you're doing and you, you don't do things unconsciously. You make decisions based on your values. So on a daily basis, try to raise your consciousness. The, the second thing is imagine. There was a study done in, in 2018 by the University of Colorado that said imagination is a neurological reality, which means your mind can't tell the difference between what's real and imagined. So on a regular basis, if there's some values that you're working towards, imagine yourself taking those actions, seeing those results by living those values. And what you do is when you do that on a regular basis, when you do that on a regular basis, you begin to bring those things to life. In, in our first podcast, I, I talked about three types of thinking. I, I talked about stinking thinking, linking thinking and bringing thinking. So if you go back to, I said, raise your consciousness and imagination, that linking thinking and bringing thinking is where, where this really lies is you're linking uh, your life, your current life to your, your future self, your best self. And then you start to bring the results that you want to have. So get better at imagining yourself doing the things and then you'll eventually be doing those things. And then the third thing is integrate new perspectives. And what I be, mean by this is, you know, we we see things from our, our point of view. That means we have one lens on. You have to be willing to put a new lens on to see a new perspective. Uh, I got a good story that that relates to this. You know, several years ago, my family and I went to visit the Grand Canyon. My wife had been there several times, and this has been the first time for for me and my kids. And I asked my wife, well, you know, what is it like? You know, I've seen pictures. I've heard people say it's amazing. What is it like? And she said, I, I can't really explain it. You have to see it for yourself. So I, I let that sit. We took the trip. And as we, we drove the road up to the entrance of the Grand Canyon that we were going into, I could see glimpses. I had a perspective from the car of what the Grand Canyon looked like. I also had a perspective in my mind, having not been there, what it looked like. But I couldn't get a full view. So when we got to the entrance, parked, uh, there was a, a line of trees um, in the entryway before you could actually see, see the Grand Canyon. So as I walked through the trees, 
this just wonderful, wonderful view came to life. Uh, the colors, the rocks, the canyons, you can see, you can see the Colorado River down at the bottom. You can see flowers. Um, it was a sunny day and the, the sunlight was reflecting off some of the rock. It was just amazing. So I, I tell you that story to tell you this. You have to be willing to walk through the trees to see the better perspective. So you have to be willing to walk through what might be blocking you to see a, a new perspective. And what, what's that, what that's going to do is help you see the values that are important to you. So that's how you make this thing come to life. And I, I'll tell you, uh, you know, I'm, I've been talking on this podcast for about 20 minutes, but values work is hard work. And it takes a lot of thought, consideration, and actions uh, to live by your values. And, and some people won't appreciate you for living by your values, but I will say in the end, you'll appreciate yourself. And in the end, most people will look back and say, I appreciated Terry. I appreciated Lori. I appreciated Bob because they really lived by their values. So keep this list in front of you. And as your life evolves, so will your values. As you get new life experiences, your values will change. So you need to you need to do a reevaluation, do a reevaluation of your values a couple of times a year just to make sure that you're in balance. So we've talked about values. Now let's talk about the win formula as a leader. How do you take values into a leadership role to help you win, you know, to get on the win side as, as the podcast is, is so called. So from a leader, the first question is, why do I want to be a leader? So in, in my coaching, I've run into a lot of, of leaders who've never really considered this question. You know, they get promoted into a leadership role and they stay in that leadership role because they make more money or or they they get more exposure or they get new perks uh, or they have self ambition. And there's, there's nothing wrong with with self ambition. But if you really ask yourself why you want to be a leader and you have those values of, of earning more money, uh, being more visible, more perks. Those core values cannot be the top if you're in a leadership role. You have to have values about growth, about relationships, and that's going to make you a more effective leader. And that's going to help you understand the people that you lead. So when you ask yourself, why do I want to be a leader? Take a look at your, your values list and see if there's alignment. And then also look at the results of the people you lead uh, and, and because your why about why you lead will really make you more impactful as a leader. Uh, so reevaluate that. The I is invite dialogue about values with your team. So what do you, why do you want to do that? So you want to be able to share your values with your team or you want your values to be visible to your team so they know what you expect. But the same thing is true for you. You have to know the values of your team members. And when you share that, you invite them to share the same thing. And what happens is you create this psychological safety within your team. And we'll, we'll get into psychological safety in, in another podcast. But you, you create this environment where people are open and sharing. And you have an understanding of why somebody 
does a job a certain way or why somebody uh, goes at it this way, because your your way of getting the job done might not be the same. Your 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 objective should be the same, but the way you look at things might not be the same. So when you when you are open to understanding other people's values, you know how they operate and they know how you operate and you create that psychological safe team, which uh, studies show that psychologically safe teams create exponentially better results than teams that don't. So invite that dialogue. And the end is nurture yourself by constantly evaluating your values and results. So I mentioned this before is as life changes, as your experience changes, nurture yourself, nurture your mind, um, nurture your lifestyle to say these values have shifted. Um, and this is what the direction that I need to go. This will help you make career decisions. This will help you make financial decisions. This will help you make relationship decisions. So nurture yourself. And as you do that, you'll also nurture the team, uh, the people that work for you or your team, because as you do that, they'll see you do that as well. So that's when you when you put the win formula from a leadership perspective, that's what you get. And then now I just want to finish with one thing that that kind of puts a, a bow tie on all of this. And this is from Everyday Greatness by uh, Stephen Covey. And he talks about three choices we have for everyday, everyday grace, greatness. And the three choices are, we have the choice to act. We have the choice to act on our values. So we're talking about values. So you have a choice to act on your values because when you choose to act, you don't get acted upon. Secondly, you have a choice of purpose. We all want to live a life of purpose. And when we live a life of purpose, that means we're living a life of values. And then thirdly, live, uh, we have the choice of principles. So principles are your values. Choose your values every day. So I hope you got value from today's podcast. And that was a pun intended. I hope you got some great information that will set you on your way to identify your core values and get the results that you want and win as a leader. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Much love and appreciation to Team Lee. You know who you are. And remember, lead from the win side. I'm Terry Lee. Let's get it. Let's go.